Anyone can talk football. Not everyone can do it East Coast style. The East Coast Gridiron Podcast, starting now. I almost wanted to say, hello, Earthlings. It is I. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this right. back focus up here. As my camera messes not I had to mess up. Now I'm out of focus. Mm. How am I dealing with this? Such is life with how the news hit us with Tom Brady, you know, but it is what it is. Either some <laughs> people are cheering or some people are, are really mad about what's going on. Right. So mm-hmm. what's up, everybody? This is everybody's favorite couch quarterback, Dante, as I zoom in on myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, here, here, Pablo Picasso himself. Airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a lot to get into, man. And yeah. it's just one subject today. I had to do this emergency episode. I'm trying to get this thing to focus. All right, mm-hmm. let's see. Bam, there we go. It's focused now. Um, but as you see, Pablo's always got the theme in, in the back, man. Whether it's be for the Eagles or for our late great brother, Tom Brady with the Buccaneers and the, uh, you know, and the Patriots. They all had red in them. So, share yeah, the man. occasion. You got to honor him in a way, man. It's like, even as an Eagles fan, it's just like, ah, uh, Tom Brady. But, man, when you look at it, and, and we're going to get into it, but I just like, ah, man, you got to do it, man. 22 freaking years, bro. You got to give it up, man. No matter what sport, what team, it's freaking Tom Bate. It's Tom Brady, bro. Yeah. I'm sad to hear the news. You know, as you were saying, it's about 80% of your life. Mm-hmm. about 75 percent of mine so right. you know do do the math there i know i was like let's see i was in i think i was saying before the show i was either in sixth or seventh grade at the time when when he made his first start right ah man you gotta be kidding me it's almost like he's a he's a part of us uh, he is definitely a part of you know yeah i don't I say mean, he's a part of my growth as a as an adult <laughs> it's I just mean, so he, it's just so weird he is though man like t- tom brady is like that big brother that just like takes your snacks eats your lunches right and there's nothing that you can do until he goes away to college bro like it's nothing that he's just gonna just you know do what he wants to do man and it's just like i if i'm being honest it feels good to have him gone because i kind of feel like we have specifically eagles well everybody you know, everybody has a, a better opportunity to try, you know, to, to, to make a run. Because when you when you meet Tom Brady, you, you, you're done. Like, you're not going anywhere. You're done. He's the big brother. He's putting you in a headlock, and you're going to go home. And it's just that simple. And it's been that way for 22 stinking years, man. Yeah. Crazy. Man, 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 man. Yeah, I know there's been some news. Yeah, I heard, Gene, I need to go ahead and put, I'm going to put a question mark next to this. So I made this graphic before we found out the news that some reports are coming out that he's told the GMs and everything that, uh, you know, I'm going to put this question mark down here. Now. <laughs> it's only fitting right. um, that uh, he's probably not done and that he's probably going to come back. So, right. but let's think about it, man. He has done things. He's made you love him. He's made you hate him. And mm-hmm. he's made you do everything in between, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you, like, my my first memory of Tom Brady. And right. when when the hate with me subsided totally. 
It's when I see him and Peyton Manning. Forget what year it was, mm. but when him and Peyton Manning, they were. I know they were playing in Indianapolis, and the very first half, they combined for about three touchdowns apiece, just airing it down the field. Wow, wow! And I was like, I got to stop hating against this man. And then when I started understanding zone schemes and Mm. You know, plays as my high school career was going on. Um, I tried to look at what he was doing. Because, I mean, think about it like this, man. As much as the flack that we were getting with him, you know, coming out of college and how he wasn't the most athletic dude ever, mm-hmm. right. it sort of proves to you right there that you don't need to be the most athletic. You just need to be good at what a quarterback needs to be good at. Um, even though our culture now has – we've seen the turn in – the Deshaun Watsons and the Jalen Hurts and the Russell Wilsons. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got a taste of that back in the in the early 90s, even the 80s, right. you know, with the Randall Cunninghams and mm. uh, and guys like that. Uh, I know mm. that's in your wheelhouse, but um, we've seen that transition over that if you don't have a pair of legs on you, um, you know. All right, you're not a you know. guy. Yeah, you're, you're not a franchise quarterback in, in, in some aspects unless you're just that that damn good with the ball so i I mean you're not gonna see tom brady running at all it's a very rare uh, occurrence but what was your what was your first like memory of like wow tom brady is that guy uh it would have to be in 2005 man when the eagles played um the patriots in the super bowl um i was probably like 12 years old man and at that time i thought my mother was the only person that could could you know deliver a whooping but good mm-hmm. old Tom Brady, he said, oh, no, Pablo. Uh, you know, in the Super Bowl, <laughs> you're Eagles. <laughs> you're going to try to <laughs> win this game. But he put the Eagles on his lap, and he got the spanking. Oh, he got the spanking. I don't care what Terrell Owens' ankle says. I'm going to win this game. And so it was at that point I said, man, like, yeah, it's for a long time. This guy's going to be around. And, and, and he was, man. And so um, I would say that's when my hatred my my hatred for Tom Brady started because I just knew, man, he showed me football is not just a football, a brown ball, excuse me, just being tossed in the air or you handed it off. Like, he, you have to know X's and O's, man. You got to know coverages. You talked about it earlier. Um, and as a fan, he sort of forced you as a fan to say, how is he doing this? Because it's just not just talent like you talked about. Mm-hmm. So it has to be something better, you know, and I don't know, man. 22 years later, <laughs> here it's, we are. It seems like the only people that talk bad about Tom Brady, first, number one, people that watch from their couch. Right. Are the number one people that talk bad about him. Mm-hmm. Number two, Charles Woodson and the rest of them that penalties get created after. We're not going to go right. into it, but the tuck rule and things like that. Mm-hmm. You got those haters. And then mm-hmm. you have just people that just hate the the Patriots and Bill Belichick in, in general. You, you know what's so crazy, man? Like, I used to, like, I had this ignorant hatred towards Kobe Bryant, right? And because I just thought, you know, I, I like guys who, you know, get it, you know, start from here and work their way, work, work their their way up. Excuse me, and they do it the right way. And it just Kobe just kind of always seemed uh, like arrogant. And I kind of thought Tom Brady in that same light. I thought about him in that same light, but it wasn't until he retired 
till I sort of appreciated his game. And mm-hmm. I sort of put Tom Brady in that Kobe Bryant mode where it's like you really take advantage of these guys when they're playing. And then it's when they, you know, retire, it's like, whoa. Like you look at the numbers, you know, earlier um, Don sent out crazy, like his stats. I mean, 15 Pro Bowls, uh, seven Super Bowls. I, I mean, just just ridiculous numbers, man. And so it's sad that, you know, we we have to, you know, players retire and you really say, you sit back and say, wow. NFL's all-time passing leader with 624. NFL's all, all passing yards leader, 85,520. Most career wins, 243. Tom Brady was a starter for 20 seasons in the NFL. He reached the Super Bowl in 10 of those seasons. Wow. Just think about that. Um, It's insane, man. It's insane. I don't think we'll ever see anything like this ever again in the the history of football. Yeah, man. I I think it's safe to say that. I think he – you know what I think – that's what drove Tom Brady is the fact like, yo, I know I could have been the first round guy. You guys, you know, let me fall all the way down to six to the sixth round. And mm-hmm. OK, this, this is what I'm going to do. And I think that is what I appreciate more about Tom Brady. It's not the stats. It's not the numbers. It's the it's the mental wherewithal to say for 22 years, I'm going to be that guy like that guy. And you're going to have to deal with me every single year you know some guys you know they get complacent some franchises like the philadelphia eagles sometimes we get complacent you know you win one super bowl and everything is all good and now everybody's relaxed right mm-hmm. i respect a guy like tom brady who wins one and says it's not enough who wins two and says it's not enough who wins five and says it's not enough you win seven super bowl rings and you're still finding a way to come back and play that's different, bro. We will never see that mentality in the NFL again. Everybody that's played with him always comes out and says how great of a teammate he is. That's not by chance. Hmm. <laughs> guys like LaShawn McCoy, guys like even now Antonio Brown is kind of, you know. Backtracking. Rede- yeah, backtracking on what he's been saying about Tom. And, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about that this dude – um, it's, it's just different. I mean, you, you hear about these types of guys all the time, but you know, the best thing like LaShawn McCoy said is like, he, he makes you believe that you can walk on water or that you hmm. can go out there and go do something. You hmm. know, not a lot of guys can do that. They try to fake like they can do that. Or, you know, he's studying in, you know, a game and texting everybody like, Hey man, this guy's starting doing this. Just look out for him to do this. It's how we can open up a play, this, that, and the third. Like, There's a bunch of guys that have come out and re- recounted things like this all the time. Some of his playoff numbers. Mm. He's got 35 wins in the playoffs, 86 passing touchdowns, and over 13,000 yards. Don was saying in the comments, nobody will top his playoff stats. So let's just go over to the comments real quick, and let's continue the conversation. Big Mike in the house. So my first thought was when I seen Brady retire is what team next year gets desperate and goes to him for help if he would come out of retirement to join the team? It's a great question. I mean, we could speculate. My heart of hearts is saying that a, a guy like Tom Brady, if he stayed this long and was sure of his capability to, to keep winning, he's going to be sure mm-hmm. if he wants to retire too. 
let me give you this one. What if, hypotheticals here, right? What if Mac Jones and the Patriots go all the way, NFC, AFC Championship game, he gets injured, and Tom Brady comes out of retirement, goes back to the Patriots, and wins them the eighth, his eighth Super Bowl ring, bro. I said that on the show Monday a little bit, kind of alluding to that. I said, what if he doesn't re- – I, I told Don, I believe he's retiring this year no matter what. Uh, yeah. You go out on top. He's seen it way too many times. Like, nobody's yeah. saying this. Like, you just go out on top. Like doesn't look good. I mean, you're, you could win MVP or be close to winning and be number two, right? So mm-hmm. why don't you just go out on top? You did what you could do. You proved enough to these players. I told Don, I said, that would be the most awesome Bro. story of all time is like if he's just been shysty about his retirement mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason he comes out and says, I will retire. I don't want to play for the Bucks. I don't want to play for any other team. I want to go to New England and win one more ring. If you're Mac Jones, not only is that a great opportunity to learn from the GOAT, he's yeah. setting you up for success with what he's going to teach you for the rest of your time. Um, there, and, and you know Robert Kraft loves Tom Brady. So, oh yeah, I mean, but if he brought, if imagine the Cinderella story, get brought back to the Patriots. Mm-hmm. You know their their division has made a couple coaching moves and things like that that we've seen. That division is kind of vulnerable now. Mm-hmm. Um, comes out there, goes all the way to Super Bowl and wins it again. Because the best thing, let me tell you, this is what I said on the show on Monday, mm-hmm. is. Tom Brady, Tom Brady loves to be criticized on that he can't do something, whether right. it be a four-game suspension from Deflategate mm-hmm. and him coming back being a pissed-off Tom Brady is a scary dude. So I think with a situation like that, my man, that would be awesome because er, not not only will everybody hate the fact that he went back to the Patriots because everybody hates the Patriots because right. of what they did. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have people doubting why would he go back? You know, he's 45 right. years old. Can he really win it? And then what if we've seen like just other players just come out of nowhere? You know, Gronk follows him or Julian Edelman right. comes out of retirement, you know, right. just just stuff like that would be would be pretty awesome to watch. But um, I totally agree with you there. Uh, let's see. Head over to the rest of these. Mm. Uh, I could see it happening, man. If Tom's gone, Rodgers gets traded and hurts to uh, five mm. NFC quarterback, top five NFC quarterback. Um, that I don't think this is the only reason I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to go there because we know Aaron Rodgers is ego already. He's going to want to go to a spot that didn't already, didn't already have an aura of Tom Brady leaving the breadcrumbs behind for him to succeed. For that sure. team is still stacked. The only yeah. The only person that they're going to lose this offseason most likely is Chris Godwin. Yep, hopefully to the Eagles. <laughs> uh, so that team's going to be stacked, whoever goes there. But I honestly don't think they go after Aaron Rodgers because they're not they're not one going to bring that big of a publicity stunt into their locker room. Yeah. Don said when Bledsoe took a questionable hit and Brady replaced him and never looked back. That's what you got to do, man. Yeah. So what you got to do. Your your goal as a football player is to go in and take the starting job. Make it That's a it. competition. That's it. 
And you got to know your role too. Uh, Hackney says, I hate the needs legs argument. Oh, he's going back to the mobility. It is about mobility elusiveness, not straight line speed in reference to passing, getting the first down for 40 yard dash and elusiveness. Brady was so crafty in the pocket. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Is mm-hmm. with the nobody's ever seen the amount of edge rushers. Like you ever play Madden or if you ever looked at the depth chart, <laughs> mm-hmm. outside linebacker and defensive end are almost the same thing now. They just call it edge now. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. let, let's think about it like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of these teams are getting better and better and better and better at that. Um, there's almost one damn good pass rusher for every team. Steelers, you got TJ Watt. San Francisco, you got Nick Bosa. Chargers, you got Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Browns, you got Miles Garrett. Um, interesting thing that, I, yeah, and the interesting thing that I found out today, pass rushing. Like I, I said this many months ago, but if you go on uh, pff.com, a lot of people say this and that about that website, but pff.com literally has like the top. 17 um defensive pass rush team was the only time that they won a uh, super bowl is when they had that that team so pass rushing really doesn't matter uh when mm-hmm. it comes down that late in the season um let's see will tom brady ever become a coach at some point ah that's a great question what do you think about that um uh, I, I mean who wouldn't want him to be the coach <laughs> you know what i mean will, will, will he do it i just think you know when you devote 22 years of your life to this game you know because i've heard you know read articles you know it was really his wife sort of pushing for that retirement you know what i mean like come on man we, we need you absolutely so to speak so it's like 22 years and then you do more years as a coach i i i just think he'll i think he'll just ride off into the sunset I don't think I don't. He was already a coach. I mean, he he literally was already a coach, man. Literally, I, I after just, thirty-five years old, he was a coach for yeah, nine yeah. years. And honestly, <laughs> that that was my argument for why I felt like you know I felt like Bill Belichick and Tom like once Tom Brady got to a point in his career where it's like playbook wise, back of the hand, I know it. Bill Belichick was. It was expendable, bro. It was like, uh, you could give me any anybody, but Bill Belichick wanted to make it like, oh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Tom needs me. And so that's why he left. And so Tom, man, I for me, I just I don't know. It does, it does absolutely nothing to Tom Brady's legacy for him to be a head coach or or to or coach. I could see him coaching his kids, but coming back to the league and uh come on, man, just ride off. Ride yeah, off to the sunset. I agree with you. Um, I I think with the type of career that he has, he needs to take the Jordan approach. Yeah. Just just walk away. People will need to wonder what exactly you're doing. I think, I don't think he would, I I mean, Cottrell, I I see you saying that about the GM or president of football ops. I think with his caliber of player being known as the best ever, if he's not going out to try to own a team, like Michael Jordan took the best approach to me. It just, you know, it just is what it is. But I really think at this point in time, Tom's going to step back and focus on what his kids want to do. And if his kid wants to be a football player, that kid's going to be scary. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, yeah. I mean, that kid's going to be cut from a different cloth. I mean, you're literally getting a one-on-one from the best player of all time. Um, I did want to head over to 
Does anyone in the league get close to him or pass him from what Gene said? Is it Patrick Mahomes? I don't think we'll ever see this again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nah, no. I, I, I can't see it. Maybe. I don't know. I I think this is a once in a lifetime thing. It's one of those it's one of those Wayne Gretzky type of things. Yeah. The league is going to conform to you already see it happening. There I mean, it goes through this transitional generational change yeah. all the time where now we have to throw in the seventeenth game that they play, you know, and in a eighteen game schedule or yeah, eighteen game schedule including the bye week. But like that already changed the dynamic there. So yeah. when we're comparing numbers, especially Patrick Mahomes right now, if he starts getting those numbers and getting those wins, you have to add that also having an extra team in the playoffs as well gets a chance to win games. Um, and we, we saw a little bit of what the repercussions from that is now is <laughs> the number one seed in the AFC got knocked out. Um, so, I mean, you can look, you can look at it from that aspect too. Uh, I don't know. Is it, is it Patrick Mahomes? I think Patrick Mahomes can get the closest with the way that he's playing, but uh, Andy Reid is going to need to stay in his career the whole time. I don't know if the, the chiefs can sustain the defense enough for him to be able to do it. I, you know, I like, I like Patrick, but I, you know, you got to have a defense. I'm trying to see how old, uh, Aaron Rodgers is because, I think he please. Gene says, yeah, but he'll put up Brady numbers in 14 years if he continues his pace. The asterisk on Patrick Mahomes' career is going to be this. Yes, Brady had Wes Welker. Yes, Brady had Randy Moss for two years. Yes, Brady had Gronkowski. Hmm. Any one of those other receivers that you can name are complete trash. Like when Branch went to another team, he was trash. Danny Amendola, mm, Danny Amendola was Danny Amendola. Uh, even uh, you know Woodhead when he went to other teams, he wasn't Danny. utilized the same. Danny Woodhead, yeah, Danny freaking Woodhead. Go look up the numbers. That dude is probably the best Division two player of all time. Uh, by the way, um, but I yeah, I, I mean I believe he'll pass his numbers, and you throw in a seventeenth game there too. I mean it, it's inevitable that that's going to happen. But mm. he's got Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman, Travis mm. Kelsey. He's always had a slew of pretty good running backs. The offensive line has always been good. That's a that's that's the dynamic Reed. there. Andy hmm? Reid. I mean, Andy. I don't. Did Aaron really have a coach? Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I can't spike it. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. I think that's the argument for that. Um, also, what current QB reminds you most of Brady? Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow reminds me of Tom so much. I've been hearing – you're not the only one that I heard that from, you know, especially this week. I've heard a lot of people say that. And I think, Pablo, you mentioned that yep. on our very first podcast. That he Not on our podcast, but I think the one that we had did um, with uh, with your boy. I think you mentioned yeah, it Joe on there. Joe Burrow-esque. He, mentally. Mm -hmm. mentally Joe Burrow locks in man you know he comes from from hard times man and I feel like he's 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 molded in that Tom Brady 
Clay, man. He's he has something. It's something about Joe Burrow. I mean, he has it. You know, I, I think he has the right temperament, and you know, we'll we'll see, man. I actually have the Bengals going all the way. So, yeah, you gonna stick with it? I'm gonna stick with Joe, man. I mean, I don't I don't mind that at all. Mm-hmm. But if they lose, you already know what their focus is going to be in the offseason is that offensive line. <laughs> Has to be. Um, the only thing that I see the biggest difference mm-hmm. between Joe Burrow and Tom Brady, mm-hmm. and I don't even see this in any other quarterback. I was actually telling my, my wife can attest to this because when Joe Burrow was getting sacked like a thousand times, mm-hmm. my thing is – why isn't he saying something? It was just almost like he got up, went to the sidelines, and you saw him on on film just sitting there by himself on the bench, like with that with the tablet in his hand. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, as soon as he would have got sacked the third time in a row, he's going off. I think the accountability that Tom Brady has from a leadership standpoint is a little different, and I think people listen to him. Even go watch the the clip with Peyton Manning yelling at Jeff Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. The, those dudes, those dudes are a little different. I think Peyton Manning was the closest one we get to that. I don't really see that being. I don't see that being another. I don't. I don't see other quarterbacks having that. So I can't. I can't really put any other quarterback in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, I do give a lot of credit to Joe Burrow for staying composed, but staying composed and then holding your teammates accountable is two different things too. Yeah, I think it's the the ego thing with Joe, man. I think I think we'll see a change, especially if they can at least make it to the big dance. Um, I think Joe is the type of person um, where it's like let let me sh- let let me take you there, let me take you to to the to the Super Bowl, and then after that, the following year, then I'm gonna start like you know getting like yeah, like come on guys, that that kind of thing. So I think Joe Burrow. He didn't have the best rookie year, you know what I mean, coming off an ACL injury. So now I kind of just feel like maybe he's just like, all right, I got to prove myself. I still think he's in prove-it mode. Mm-hmm. I think he's – I just still – I still think Joe Burrow is in prove-it mode. So he's like, let me prove myself. Then the following year, it's like, all right, guys, not taking another sack. So, I mean, we'll see, though, man. He's still a young player. Um, and a lot of guys – a lot of young players, they need that confidence boost, man. But when you – when it's clear and evident that you put the team on your back, that respect is going to come, whether you want it or not. You know what I mean? And so it's clear that he 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 definitely is putting the Bengals on his back this year. Yeah. I like Joe Burrow. I mean, it yeah. it took this season to really take me around the bend with him. Mm. Um I I just always like to see a quarterback like the Russell Wilsons of the world, the Tom Brady's, you know, back in his early career that really didn't have anybody to throw to. And he makes something out of nothing. Like, right. You know, who did Russell Wilson have for year? Like we wouldn't be talking about Tyler Lockett anywhere else. We wouldn't be talking about Doug Baldwin anywhere else, you know, but not, not, not to veer, but this is, I really want to touch on this really quick as an Eagles fan. This is why I always try to show Donovan McNabb respect. And this is why I say I made the argument he doesn't get the respect he deserves because when you look at his career and you look at the receivers that he had, Todd Pinkston, Freddie Mitchell, L.J. Smith, I mean, he really didn't have anybody 
and he and he really, really, I mean, took the Eagles to, you know, just to another level, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to respect those quarterbacks, man, that can really get it done that don't really have a lot of talent around them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to see Doug Baldwin and Ty Lockett are good players. I'm not, I'm not saying that they weren't. I'm saying that Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett benefited from having a great leader and quarterback and learning the game from a guy like Russell Wilson and being taught how to play the game than if Tyler Lockett and Doug Baldwin would have went somewhere else like being with Jared Goff or Matt Ryan somewhere. I don't think they wouldn't have had a career that they had and I think that's a testament. Uh, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, but, you know, we, we'll we never know either because Doug Baldwin retired a Seahawk. But we'll, we'll see what Tyler Lockett's going to be like without Russell Wilson. Um, but mm. are, are you guys – were you guys – honestly, were you guys putting Doug Baldwin and Tyler Lockett into your top ten wide receivers every year? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not lie to ourselves here. <laughs> Doug <Yeah>. stinking Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Baldwin. Now Tyler Lockett is a that's a bad man. Dante. I love Tyler Lockett. Tyler is a bad man. That's a bad man. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is without Russell though. I will I will agree. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. What I mean, what is Tyler Lockett good at that another top 10 receiver already has in their arsenal. Mm. What is Tyler Lockett without Russell Wilson opening up a play and throwing it down deep and allowing him time to get open? We really haven't seen Tyler Lockett in that type of situation. And look, I'm a Seahawks fan and I've watched tons of tape on Russell Wilson and in that offense, (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. hard to say. I can't really pinpoint out in my brain and he makes some clutch uh, clutch catches though, but Mm -hmm. come on. I mean, those are some clutch throws. I'm be honest. Russell Wilson is fitting that ball in, in, in some spaces where I don't even – only he can see. And I guess, you know, just kind of proving your point, man. Yeah, Ru- Tyler without Russell, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. What is Deion Branch without Tom Brady? <laughs> we saw it. <laughs> that was always my argument. That was always my argument against the the – Think about the 2000, let's, let's go like 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. when Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were at their at their peaks, right? Mm-hmm. And it looks like my camera's going to die here, so I had to switch to my webcam. I tried to I tried to put on a nice camera, but I haven't got the little battery pack joint yet. Um, <laughs> but Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were at their peaks. If they were to retire in 2012... Everybody would say Peyton Manning first ballot. Tom Brady's probably first ballot too. But Pey- remember when everybody's like Peyton Manning is the better quarterback around that time? Everybody's like he's yeah. the better quarterback, hands down. Yeah. It is. I always had the argument of like, well, dang, look how many weapons Peyton Manning had mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Wes Welker went to oh, there it is. Wes Welker went to the Broncos, and we saw exactly what happened. So let me ask you this question. Um, when did it become evident outside of the Super Bowls? Um, Anyone can talk football. That, 
Sorry. Tom Brady like surpassed Peyton. Like when was it? Do, do you remember a moment, a game where it's like, yeah, Tom Brady's probably, you know. When when Tom Brady surpassed Peyton, yeah, like in your mind. I never thought that and this is just me personally. I never thought because I've always took a step back and look at the weapons that Tom Brady had versus Peyton Manning, I've never mm-hmm. had one moment where I was like Tom Brady is now better than Peyton Manning. I've, I've always thought Brady was better than Peyton Manning. Okay. But okay. what was that? I mean, flip it back to you. What was what was that moment for you though? Uh Man the rings, man. The, it, it's the, the rings. rings. The, the rings, bro. It just he just just kept winning. And Peyton. Well, it's kind of tough because when Peyton left Indianapolis, he went to the Broncos and got another chip. It's tough, man. I just Peyton, you know, he he was surgical on the football field, but I just think ultimately, I, I just those two in particular. It's always a Brady guy. I don't know why, man. I just something about Tom Brady, you know, it, it just I would rather have Brady over Manning for sure. Hardly any wide receiver has been great without a great quarterback. And the reverse is true too. Only Hall of Famer I can think of is Steve Largent. Hmm, let me think about that. Hardly any wide receiver. Hmm. What a great quarterback. Is there anybody? Well, I mean, would you consider this? Would you guys consider that Brad Johnson was an amazing quarterback? Would you consider that Jake DeLome was a great quarterback when Steve Smith was there? Keyshawn Johnson, Steve Smith. It's a great point. Well, in some cases, I'm a big Mark Brunell fan, but Mark Brunell's not a Hall of Famer. And he was great some seasons, and he wasn't great. Oh, here's a here's a perfect one. Here's a here's the perfect one right here. If Allen Robinson had a consistent career with Jacksonville, oh, which yeah. he was a Pro Bowler, they went to the AFC Championship game, and he's been great for the Bears when he was healthy. What quarterbacks did he have that made him great? I'll wait. Matt Leonard? No, he didn't go. No, he wasn't. Mm-mm. Hopkins is good with with any quarterback. That's a that's a good one too. Ooh, yeah, that is a good one. Forgot about B Hop. B Hop. Um Wow, that's a good one. Dang. I mean, there's 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 a couple of them. Yeah. There's some guys. OBJ? I mean, he got Eli at the end of his career with Daniel Jones, and then he went up and had <laughs> Baker Mayfield, who's inconsistent. Oh, perfect one right here. Jarvis Landry. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take Jarvis. Jarvis Landry with a great quarterback would be Hall of Fame numbers. I believe that. I mean, so right there, your argument's kind of flawed. But like I said, Mark Brunell is another one. He had Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith, if he played longer, should be a Hall of Famer. No, but go look at the numbers. The only thing that he doesn't have is the tenure. Mm. Jimmy Smith would be a Hall of Famer. Jarvis was never elite. Come on, man. I don't agree with you there. I don't agree with you there. 
I don't know. Dante. <laughs> I think he's right. I don't. I can't. I don't know if I can put the elite tag on Jarvis. Oh God. <laughs> He is, a, he is a baller, bro. He is a baller, but elite. So to say that he's elite is to say that Jarvis Landry is on Odell Beckham's level. I don't, uh, I don't know. We've never seen a super healthy Jarvis Landry either. Facts. I'll give you that. I'll but he does that. put up the numbers when he's healthy. I'll give you that. Um. Dang! Now you got me. Now you got me going down a rabbit hole of like <laughs> of that argument. Now, That's Steve crazy. Largent is a great example, though. Yeah, those great names. Steve, Steve, yeah, Steve Largent is a great one. Um, uh, I mean, Isaac Bruce was always good, even before, even before home, Kurt Warner got there. Hell of a career. Isaac had. Torrey Holt was great. Mark Bulger's not elite. Hmm. Okay. Torrey Holt's going to be a Hall of Famer. Should have been in the Hall of Fame. Be honest. I don't I don't see how Randy gets in before Torrey. That's just me. Randy? You don't see how Randy got in before Torrey? Nah. I you think, thought Torrey I, was that good? Tory was a beast, bro. <laughs> I'm not saying that he wasn't. I, I'm was just saying but before Randy. Man. I like Randy. I I just I just thought Tory should have went first. Not I mean, and, it, and for me, it's it's not even about the numbers. It's just Tory. Like I just thought Tory was a more complete wide receiver. Randy just straight sent him straight and throw the ball. Right, he is the epitome of hey. Throw the football, somebody be down there, right? That that's that's who he was. Tory Holt, man, he'll route you up. He can go deep. Ultimate leader, ultimate competitor, right? That wasn't a diva, right? I mean, he Tory Holt set the president presidents for wide receivers back then, bro. It was like when you when you want a classy, clean cut guy that's going to do the right thing, say the right thing on and off the football field, it's Tory Holt. And, I, and w- so what I like about Tory is, did he play with anybody else other than the Rams? St. Louis Rams? I don't think so. Randy, he, he bounced around too much for me, bro. Patriots, Vikings. They just, you know, I like to see my guys. He played with Jacksonville's last year. Who? Tory Hall. Okay. You know, I can accept last year, you know, but. Randy just bounced around too much for me. But, you know, I'm not saying that, of course, I would probably take Randy over Torrey Holt, but I'm just saying when it comes to the Hall of Fame, I just thought Torrey should have got in there, man. A lot of those St. Louis guys, they they kind of got the, the bad end in the stick. They should have got in. Marshall Falk, those guys. Right. I mean, it is true, though. Like, Torrey did a lot of stuff, right? I mean, what what is your criteria for the Hall of Fame? Now that we're talking, now that we're you know we're on the Tom Brady thing, which I think anybody that goes in the Hall of Fame weekend with him is just going to be severely overshadowed. Let's just be real about it. He right. needs to have a Hall of Fame celebration on just his own, which I know won't be fair. 
But the best thing to <laughs> that would need to happen is if Tom Brady retires this year, Bill Bel- Bill Belichick better retire too. That's the only way that anybody yeah. else could like even stand the test of time. You would love to see that though, man. That that would be a a, a beautiful thing. It it really would. I mean, it really would be a, a a dope thing if that could happen. If they went in together, that would be super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, dang man, yeah. Now, now y'all got me thinking about that one question. Um, I mean, Tory Holt was a beast, though. I, I honestly don't think that he should be in there before Randy Moss, but, mm-hmm. but I get what you're saying, though. Um. Randy Moss was a third down. I mean, that's where the term Moss came from. Third yeah. down to fill monster. I mossed you. I mossed you. I said it. I remember saying it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just mossed you. I mean. Oh, yeah. We all used to say it. <laughs> just like <laughs> when you throw in a piece of trash in the trash can, you say Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's, right. Yeah. It's almost the same The same thing. But, yep. yeah, shout out to Tom Brady. I know we got a hard stop here coming up here pretty soon, guys. We just wanted to, to get this in. Um, shout out to Tom Brady for having such a great career. Yeah. If anybody's deserving of a f- first ballot Hall of Fame vote, it's this guy. He... The arguably the greatest player ever to live. Um, now, last question for you before we close out the show. We talked about this a little bit on Monday. Mm-hmm. If you took Super Bowls out of the equation for best players of all time, mm-hmm. who would be your best player to ever play in the NFL? Mine was Barry Sanders. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, To ever play? To ever play. Take the Super Bowls out. Wow. Yeah, Super Bowls cannot be used as criteria. I, I still got to go with Tom, man. He's, I mean, 45 years old and you're putting up 5,000 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that, that's just ridiculous. I mean, it's at some point you just need to be stopped. Like Tom, it's this. it's better for our league. If you would just, <laughs> if you just would go. Cause I mean, cause these you know, it's just like I don't. He Tom Brady got to a point where it's like, don't bet against this guy. Don't even, bro. Even the playoff game, these guys are down. I don't know how many, right? And then Tom Brady just does Tom Brady things, and next thing you know, it's twenty-one six, and it's twenty-seven freaking twenty-seven. We're in overtime. Actually, I'm gonna take that back. I'm gonna not say Barry Sanders. I like that Barry pick, though. I'm gonna be honest. I I do too. I, I he mean, did it with nothingness. But let me <laughs> let me go to. I'm gonna say Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Please say, tell me. Tell me. I'm gonna say Drew Brees. Fought through adversity early in his career. Nobody thought he would play again with that shoulder injury. Being at San Diego, got shipped out to the Saints. Mm-hmm. Every single year was either top two or number one in yardage um passion efficiency i believe he's still number one in that time doesn't even come anywhere close to that Mm -hmm. um touchdown to interception ratio all that good stuff like he's still up there and being short as well you got to throw that in there too he really didn't have great caliber receivers outside of uh, he had 
let's see, Joe Horn for a little bit. He had didn't he have, didn't he have a young David Boston? Uh with the Chargers? I, yeah, I thought David was like a rookie. Then he went over to Miami because he signed that uh, big contract. He, he I might ask Don, he, Don. Yeah, he might have. Um but yeah, but, I mean the the most star studded guy that he's had was Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara in his career, outside of Ladanian Tomlinson. What about Antonio Gates? That was more Phillips guy. I don't think he was there when when Drew Brees. Oh, was okay, there. okay, okay. Wrong year. Sorry. But I would say that he would he would probably be the best ever if I had to put my finger on somebody. Just with all of those factors in place, if I had to do like the Dante, this is the Dante yeah. best player ever versus who realistically probably is is yeah. Barry Sanders. I, I respect that. I mean, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I I, I could see it. You know what I mean? It's not like Drew Brees. No, nah, yeah. I mean, Drew Brees is he's a he's a he's a he's a guy. You know what I mean? My only thing is his his end of the year. His end of his career comment, but I'm not going to get into that. But I think that kind of, you know, but if we're just talking football, um, yeah, Drew Brees, he, he he belongs in that conversation. Drew Brees had a lot of the records before Tom broke him, too. Yep. But if we talk about the most efficient passer ever that could barely see over his offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to give him some credit, man. Yeah, you get Drew Brees some, some respect. All right, guys. Well, that was it for us. I know we had an emergency episode 52. Catch us on Monday for episode 53. Pablo, give me your picks for the weekend real quick since you weren't on the show on Monday. Uh, I'm going Bengals. All right. And mm-hmm. hey, I was really, I want to tell you guys, I was really close on that Tampa Bay game. Because I were? said it was like 30, 30 to 26. I forgot what I said, but I was yeah, like, wait a minute. Boy, I was close. Yeah, yeah. Don said you were really close. Yeah, so I'm going to go Bengals. Um, I'm going to go, wow. I don't believe in San Fran, bro. I just think it's set up for L.A. to go. The Rams were I, I, my pick I, when they got Matt Stafford. I said that in February. Yeah, I just I, – I don't, I don't know if you – how do you bring in Odell? How do you bring in – of Von Miller, um, and you can't beat the 49ers, right? And you, you know, this is your home stadium. You don't you don't get that too many times. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go Bengals, AFC, LA, NFC. Don't have any points, but those are my picks. So this is if LA goes, this would be mm-hmm. the second year in a row that I've picked at least one of the teams to be in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Last year was the Buccaneers and Don. Thought I was drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> so and they they ended up winning, but I had the I had them and the Titans and I had the Titans winning. Right. This year I had LA winning it all. So yeah. this will be the first year. Well, this would be two years in a row that I at least get it right, but um or one of the teams, right? But uh all right guys. Well we appreciate you guys coming through and this is yes, it sir. for episode fifty two. We'll catch you on uh Monday at six thirty. The goat may be gone. Yes, sir. Okay, (laughs) we'll catch you guys later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the East Coast Gridiron Podcast. Find us on all your favorite music and podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For all the latest news and updates, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by going to eastcoastgridiron.com. 